Welcome to Mike's podcast contains explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener's discretion is advised. This is the Minds and Mike's podcast. Hello, everyone. I am your host for today. Again, Jasmine. Now with me, we have... Hamid and Kylie, um, our special guest today is Castro. Hello, Castro. Hey, 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 Mr. Castro here in the house, ready to get it done. So you are a Twitch streamer, correct? Oh, you already know, Twitch streamer. And um, your name is Mr. Castro. I watched a couple streams there. Kind of fun. Um, you mostly play um, Mario Kart. No, uh, <laughs> Mario Maker, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I play a lot of uh, Super Mario Maker 2. I was really big on the first one, and I remember back when I had first gotten it, I thought, damn, streaming this would be awesome. But, um, you know, my finances back then were in a different place, and sure enough, a couple years down the line, uh, I'm starting to finally get my PC built together. And then Nintendo reveals Mario Maker 2 is coming out. I was like, this is destiny. I have to stream Mario Maker 2. And um, if you guys want to ever tune in, that's uh, on twitch.tv forward slash LGND X Castro. And uh, I don't really have a set schedule right now, but uh, I'm pretty adamant on posting. Um, Yeah, you do it way more often than... uh... Yeah, no set schedule for now, but I want to keep it like at least once or twice a week. Like to do viewer, viewer levels where you know people who own the game can showcase their levels and I'll play them. Which some of them are fucking hard. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Oh my god! Actually, just the other day, I had a four-hour-long stream. I wasn't even expecting to stream for that long because halfway through. One of my friends comes in, suggests his new level that he made, and I spent 90 minutes playing that freaking level. And, like, the first half of it was fine. It was just, like, the final segment of it that really just, I kept dying. I had to have died at least, like, 200 to, like, 300 times on stream. I was sweating. I had to, like, take multiple breaks. I'm like, listen, guys. I gotta do something. I'll go click the BRB screen, paced around my house, contemplated if I ever want to do this ever again. And then, um, you know, sure enough, I did it, and it was it was it was good. I got like two followers that day. <laughs> That's what's up. So, what is um, Mario Maker? Uh, Mario Maker is a fantastic game. Uh, there's no actual story mode. Well, there is a story mode in 2, but there wasn't one in 1. And it's just you making your own 2D uh, platforming Mario games. So, like, the classic Mario, uh, all the way up until uh, Super Mario 3D World, which is also side-scrolling, but it offers uh, enemies that were specific to that uh, game universe. And uh, a lot of it has to do with the online community. People are just constantly uploading original levels and uh, there's a lot of different ways to play you could either just be someone who's only building 
you can uh you know just browse what's popular or you could do something called endless challenge which is what a lot of streamers are doing and what endless challenge does is it provides you random random levels that have been uploaded and um there's four different difficulties that you could go into this endless challenge in uh you know easy normal expert and super expert and they determine those based off of the clear percentages because you know you upload these levels certain amount of people are going to play it only a couple people are going to get through so they do like a ratio based off played to completed that's kind of smart yeah so a lot of streamers will do super expert endless challenge no skips so you'll like sit here and try and go through this onslaught this gauntlet of just these horribly hard levels and see how how far you could go like what what your high score is and right now my high score in super expert one one it's tough but i, I bet <laughs> fucking frustrating. you have six and how much do i need to pass six his driver's test mrs puff spongebob we do a lot of spongebob references yo speaking of spongebob um i forget what the uh what's what's that company called i think it's called thq nordic or something like that and they're like a, a publishing company and they're bringing spongebob squarepants battle for bikini bottom in an hd remake with uh oh shit next year and that game was like a huge part of my childhood it was fun yeah yeah and um what's really cool about that game is it's it's really popular in well the original one at least was really popular in the speedrun community on twitch and uh if you're not familiar with the speedrun community there's people who like playing single player uh, story mode games and they just try to optimize to get the fastest possible completion of it and spongebob battle for bikini bottom is literally like up there with super mario 64 ocarina of time um like golden eye like i promise you if somebody's into speedrunning, they probably know about uh, i believe his name is shift shift holds the current world record for spongebob battle for bikini bottom that's intense yeah, I can never get into like trying to beat the game as fast as possible. Hell no, I'd be surprised if I beat it. You're like, oh, I beat the game. How long did it take? Six hundred hours. Average completion time forty five. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I would want a game to to last longer. At least me playing it, because you know you're enjoying it more. Absolutely. But you have to be a certain kind of person to be like, I'm gonna spend this entire afternoon optimizing the first hour of this game and just restarting it over and over and watching the same cutscene over and over again just for the sake of uh, optimization. There's a game oh. that I kind of wanted to get into speedrunning, but that's not really... I don't have the mental endurance for speedrunning. <laughs> What Jackson tells me, like, I feel like, yeah, we should. Because uh, you play a lot of video games and, you know, she's like, uh, you play you play them, like, over and over, especially from what I hear as Legend of Zelda. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, easily my favorite uh, video game franchise. I mean, I grew up with uh, Ocarina of Time being my first, my first ever like video game that I sat down and played, and since oh, yeah. then just been like. What beep is that? That's uh, it up. That's the ghost in the house. There's a. Uh, millennial. Um, before we move on to anything, I completely forgot. What we're drinking. Hey. hey. Do you guys want to explain what y'all are drinking? Well, since our good friend Castro here is really big into alcohol, I had made him a Moscow Mule. Is my favorite drink, and right now I would like to say it's his favorite drink. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And this is coming from a non-drinker. Like I just. I find the taste of alcohol disgusting, and uh, I just felt like I was drinking some type of ginger lime concoction. The Moscow Mule. Holy cow. Holy cow. I mean, I just finished this in record time for me, at least. I, I normally have to sit an here hour. and, like, <laughs> sip, but it was, it was effortless, like... effortless drinking this, and um, I am, if I ever get put in a social situation where I'm out and I have to get a drink, I might just get this to make it seem like I know what I'm talking about and I drink. Just be careful because some places do not know how to make uh, mix their alcohols. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make sure to uh, thoroughly warn them that I'm a lightweight and that if <laughs> I end up terribly drunk, it will be on their hands. So. Well, you know it's terrible if it doesn't get you drunk. Hmm. Well... It depends, because some people drink to get, like, drunk, drunk, and then some people drink just to get that little buzz. And, like, if you don't drink often, it's really easy to get that little buzz. Yeah, that's true. We are drinking, once again, Blue Moon, because we're basic. basic and we don't drink anything else. Well, I, We I, try not to drink anything else but beer. Well, because, you know, it's it's 8 o'clock over there, or almost 9 o'clock there, and we're two hours behind. So as soon as I get out of work, we I have to shower, and then we do the podcast. I actually wanted to try a Colorado beer. Um, um, I kind of want to start doing that, just like buying different beers. And yeah, they have a lot of uh, six tastings over here, like on Fridays for free. It's a very um, alcoholic state. Yeah, it really is. Got a lot like, of microbreweries. Yeah, yeah, like it's cool, one though. of every corner of downtown, All the honestly. Hipsters there, that's why. <laughs> oh, and then they have like you know the write in drinks and everything like that, where you're like in yes, a big group. Yes, super and... his hipster thing. <laughs> I've never heard of that. What is, what is it? Really? Oh, you uh, ride so... on like a gigantic bike. Yeah, basically a giant bike that fits like at least eight people, six to eight people, I want to say, and um. Yeah, you just ride around downtown for a couple hours or however While long drinking? you want. Drinking. So yeah, you're talking about getting people. a possible DUI? <laughs> no, no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're just pedaling and then you have someone else like controlling it, which I'm pretty sure is like the designated. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you know, of that company kind of thing. Don't you fucking point. You gotta be like, what? Um, that sounds dangerous. I don't know. No. <laughs> a bunch of drunk people, like, I'm assuming, yeah, what is it, like four, four or six people per bike, maybe? Oh, no, it's uh, one bike, one whole thing. It's a, uh, it's, think of it like a, uh, as yeah. a table, but, um, but with pedals. Um, yeah, a mo- mobility table. A mobile kinda. 
table with pedals. You just see that. That sounds so crazy. <laughs> that sounds and so dangerous. There's like a, a little, what is it? Um, like a little thing, like, uh, like for shade and everything like that. Umbrella. Umbrella, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, there's like an umbrella covering like. Are the you whole Googling thing. it? Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it looks <laughs> so crazy. It's about like two hundred dollars. Fuck that. But you know You split it between all, everyone, that's not bad. Exactly. Yeah, it's hundred percent pedal powered. It definitely shit. make good content if you videotape it. <laughs> no, I would really love to do that though. So the people are pedaling? Like the people drinking are pedaling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're drinking and working out. At so the at the same time, you don't have to pedal, and you can just let everyone else pedal while you drink. <laughs> That's fucked up. We'll never go anywhere. <laughs> I'm saying, like, imagine nobody's pedaling except for the guy in the front. He's like, ah. well, there are hills here, so no. I mean, like, you have this big thing, so yeah, you need people to pedal. I'm and everything saying, else, no. you're not gonna be moving. You start like whipping up, a- hey, stop <laughs> Ooh, this is coming out of your tip. I gotta work out and drink. <laughs> <laughs> I did something like that, but you know, minus the drinking because I was maybe fifteen or fourteen at the time. But in Jersey, in Wildwood, they had like all, all those little like maybe a a four people kind of bike kind of thing, but you can only do it on the boardwalk, not like really on the streets. Yeah, they got that at uh, at the Disney boardwalk here. You can get like four people on one of those things. Really? Yeah. I don't think I saw that. It's just a waste of money. Just really? get a yeah. bike or steal a bike and then have a beer in your hand. That's it. That's all you need. You just buy, buy one of those bikes. Technically, <laughs> from, well, at least in Jersey, that is like considered like a DWI. Yeah. Stealing yeah, a bike. It's everywhere. Yeah, driving everywhere. Yeah. For okay. sure. It's yeah. a vehicle. If yeah. people can ride bikes on the on the road, best believe you could get it pulled Well, over. what if you're on a kid bike? Like with like wheels, that still, still wheels. Still <laughs> still if you're wheels. on a riding lawnmower, you can get it. Which, oh. which oh, I, yeah. dude, I which saw. Which there was a Florida man story of that. No, that's so Florida. <laughs> I like. Why. I work. I work downtown, right? And it's um, it's like right in like the real sketchy part of downtown, like uh, closer to. Orange Ave, or not Orange Ave, OBT, then Orange Ave, if that makes any yeah, sense. So like, yeah, so, like, I say it's, like, the outskirts of, like, where the big buildings are. Yeah, the cusp. Mm. The cusp yeah. gotcha. of downtown. Of downtown. <laughs> and you got a lot of strange characters uh, walking around uh, over Hopers. here. And the other day, I was getting off, and there was this dude on, like, on one of those big motorized, uh, or not even, they're all motorized, obviously, but lawnmowers, like, the, um... The ones you ride, like the big mobile yeah, ones. Drivable ones. <laughs> this dude has like cops on it. Like they literally pulled him over. I guess he was like driving down the sidewalk in a lawnmower or something. I don't know. That's such a Florida, Florida man encounter for sure. Story. Yeah. It was high speed lawnmower chase down I four. Only lasted a minute. I believe it. He had the lawnmower speed set to bunny instead of turtle. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do you it. Know, those those no, last. No joke. I just got, um, my father-in-law gave me his uh, old uh, ride-on mower because he got a new one for uh, Father's Day. Oh, wow. So I got, I got his old one. I'm like, oh, right. Yo, those things, like, how they operate, at least the one I have, it's a brake. And when you let go of the brake, it's automatically going. So 
you guys seen my backyard. It's pretty good size. Uh, yeah. So, obviously, one, the speed one, it goes speed settings one through six. Speed setting one, it's like moving an inch an hour. It's like not going. So I'm like, all right, I need to mow this lawn really fast. Rain's coming. I put that bitch on six, right? I think popped a wheelie after I, after I <laughs> let go of the brake. I was like, oh, shit. And I'm hauling ass in this thing. But I hurt my back. <laughs> it, like, jerked my back. I was out of commission for, like, four days of how bad it hurt my back. Hank Why Hill? are lawnmowers allowed to do that? Hank Hill is laughing no, the at thing you. Was, the thing, I was surprised the thing popped a wheelie like that. Like, the front two tires got off, and I was like, I'm about to die <laughs> by lawnmower accident. Like, I'm Florida man story with the lawnmower. But, that thing's got some torque, man. Yeah, it does. Like, as soon <laughs> as soon as you let go, because it's just building up. Because you have your brake, like, your foot on the brake, and it's just building up. And there's an from what I've seen, there's no really easing off the brake for it to slowly go like a car. It's just, it just goes. On or off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, like, I don't put it on six anymore. The highest setting I'll go is four. And even then, four is like, still, it's still, it still gives that jerk, but it's not as fast. Yeah, if you're doing six, you're you're doing like acres, <laughs> acres of grass. Yeah, things, things eating, eating grass. I think hauls ass. It's no joke. <clears throat> That's not even its fastest setting. I can increase the speed on it. I was like, why? Why would I? Why would I do that? Jeez. To race them. <laughs> you already know. It was like remember um uh, water boy. Water boy. Yeah. yeah. yeah when the, when the, <laughs> the girl like uh, chewed his uh, lawnmower to go like sixty miles an hour. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone in like St. Cloud who runs like some secret underground like lawnmower racing circuit. They do like pink slip races and stuff. Oh, you lose this one, I get your mower. Yo, no lie, Honda holds world record for fastest lawnmower. Oh, I believe it. You know how fast that bitch goes? Huh. It goes, it has the fastest zero to 100 time. I think the top speed is 110 miles an hour. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and it's a functional lawnmower. That's the that's the kicker on it. Why the fuck do you need that? Just so you can. Yep. This thing, this thing looks badass. Like, for a lawnmower, too. Let me pull it up here. It's like ultimate dad hobby to be into <laughs> lawnmowers. <laughs> Here it is, 190 horsepower lawnmower. Damn. Zero zero to 106.2 seconds. Top speed of 150 miles an hour. When you look at the video, he literally looks like he's in a Mario Kart setup. Yo, <laughs> like this real. looks like a Mario Kart car. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> It's got drag radials on it. <laughs> it's no, ridiculous. Speaking of uh, Mario Kart, your drifting skills, man. Dude, let me tell you. I've been playing Mario Kart since 64. And then in middle school, um, Nintendo DS released a Mario Kart edition DS, the red one. That came with like yeah. decals and stuff like that. I had gotten that 
and that was like the only game I played on my DS for like years. And like it's because it had online and that was yeah. like one of my first online multiplayer experiences. Like I would fiend for that. If I was at McDonald's and I had my DS, you know I was using that janky Wi-Fi to play. And I I cultivated my Mario Kart skill on DS because the drifting mechanics were so like unregulated you could just be going down a straight line drifting left and right and just boosting the entire time because you know how you get like a little boost when yeah. you drift you could set it up so you're just snaking and boosting snaking and boosting constantly increasing your speed which they you know this was the only game that really had that mechanic and they kind of just toned it down as mario karts went on but mario kart 8 dude the physics and like just overall like the way that game runs is so polished it's so refined that like it i i wish more people played it not not enough love gets thrown towards mario yeah, kart. i love the mario kart ds because you could have that game and as long as other people had the ds they could just play as a shy guy yes if they, just, the if, if they didn't have the if game, they didn't have the if shit. they didn't have the game like if you have the game then you pick your own character but you play as a shy guy. I think... What was that DS game that I found? I think it was Mario Kart. I've n I never owned Mario Kart. And I, I found that whole concept of one person owns the game and you can kind of like play multiplayer features but it's kind of like a watered down feature just to like get your friends to experience the game where is that again because that's a great idea because then it if they like it you know they'll, they'll buy, it, buy it and they get then you can play the full game you don't have to play as a shy guy you can play anyone yeah and like also when you when you play like that you only had access to the first four uh grand prix cups so you, yeah. you were limited yeah. on your stages too yeah but you know it was still enough content that it was basically a demo. Yeah, it was it, cool. It was, it was basically uh, a longer demo. Yeah, all all games should probably opt to do that because, like, like if I bought you know let's say Need for Speed or whatever, and I wanted to race, you know, some of my friends on PlayStation, they would need to have that game in order to play. You know, like every other game. But if they just had like some sort of demo feature where you spend like a friend code. That would and you know the way video games are kind of like running now free content can generate revenue and you know we've seen the fortnite craze the apex craze mm -hmm. like even tetris jumped on and gave us a free battle royale and which i play religiously by the way and um like I'm just so disappointed in Nintendo recently, especially in like the online multiplayer department, because they went from being a free online service to having to pay. Mind you, it's a fair uh, $20 a year, but it's the same quality of when it was free, you know? And then he's, you know, Mo was just talking about uh, Mario Kart DS being able to um, play with multiple people on one game cartridge. Why can't we do that with the Switch, with with Mario Kart, with yeah, Mario Maker? Doing that, yeah, you know? doing that with uh, Smash Bros. Like just using yeah. like five characters. 
they get the they have access to the original cast that you start out yeah, with. Yeah, and like four four uh, four different maps. Do yeah. something like that. Like just straight up demo modes with multiple people. That would definitely get people. Like I understand some games aren't really gonna do that, like any of the Legend of Zelda's you you really need to just buy the game to get the full experience, but if it's a straight multiplayer experience, yeah. especially Mario Maker, like because you're kind of risking it if you think about it. Yeah, the games are sixty bucks, and you can't mm-hmm. return them. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you're out sixty. Can't return them. Yeah, if you if you buy no, you, a game, yeah, once they're open or yeah, you, not you, even you can't, out. You can't return them. The only thing would be like if you bought the warranty and through GameShop, then they'll swap it out, or if it was damaged from the get-go, and you contact the manufacturer, they'll send you a replacement. But that, that's that's it. Like, you know, once you buy a game, it's, it's not like, like a game, any any multimedia, really. Like a DVD, you buy a DVD, you're stuck with that DVD, really. You should be able to return shitty games. Honestly, for real, like if, if a game's shitty, like you know, I've bought my fair share of shitty games. And I, wish I mean, I you can you can do that on Steam, as long as like if it if it's not two hours or more gameplay, and it's within fourteen days, you can return the game. I mean, you don't remember that whole craze, that whole craze with Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yeah, or in um. No uh, man, No Man's Sky. Yeah, No Man's Sky. Yeah, those games flop so hard. And it's like, No Man's Sky was a crowdfunded game at that. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, like, getting, like, what was it, million? They made a lot of money on that Kickstarter. And they had this whole project, like, set out to be, like, this amazing game. Just for it to flop as hard as it did, like, there's no coming back from that. And some mm-hmm. people say, oh, yeah, they're adding stuff now. But it's like... Yo, once you fail at something, it's it's so hard to succeed at it again. Well, I we had a conversation yesterday with Fallout seventy six. You know, everybody was complaining about it, but I'm sorry, I love it, and it's getting better too. Yeah, of course. You know the diehard fans who stuck through with it. They're they're gonna, you know, praise it to the end of time because you love Fallout. But I don't know, man. Like if for uh, what what's the company Bethesda? I I don't know how to yeah. say it. They, a lot of people are losing faith in them, and like, people will still buy the games when they come out. But if they keep disappointing people, I guarantee you, like, they're gonna see it in their numbers, in their their revenue. Like, the next Fallout game literally needs to be like total fan service from the beginning. It needs to be a complete game on well, release. This is, also, this is also the first time they've ever done multiplayer. Yeah, but. So, For that, it should have just been a free beta until the game was ready to be released. Could you imagine? Like, it, what was that other game that really flopped? It was um, the name of it, where where you're like an Iron Man type mech. That Anthem. Titanfall. Oh, Anthem. 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 Yeah. yeah, that one. That was one of those. Those. Oh, we're gonna spend all money on advertising. Yeah. <laughs> so that y'all y'all will buy it, and then hype up all your friends to buy it because you know you spent the money to buy it, and then uh, yeah, I was so close to buying that game. It looked good, yeah. To me, it, it looked did. really good, and then yeah, like 
I've learned my lesson from the past. Like, never, uh, unless it's like certain games like Borderlands or Legend of Zelda or Final Fantasy, where you know those are going to be like really good games. Um, like, I don't, I don't buy, I don't, I don't buy like the day ones anymore. Or yeah. if uh, if other people say it's shitty, just wait for it to go on sale. <laughs> it honestly depends on the type of game, like, um. Sekiro came out this year. Yeah. And I'm a diehard, like, Soulsborne fan. And I could have waited until now to get it. I mean, it's a it's a single-player game, no multiplayer features. People are going to return the game. It's going to be cheap. But because I love the Souls series, I was willing. I'm like, 60 bucks the day it comes out? Sure, if that means I get to play this as soon as possible. And, like... That game did not disappoint. It was Is like, it hard? it's hard. Yeah, it's hard, but like you don't remember the memes. It's like, oh, where's the difficulty setting on this game? That's bullshit. Oh yeah, it was. It was like a tragedy in four parts. It was t- like four tweets. Gonna buy Sekiro today. Just started Sekiro. Haha, <laughs> this game's hard. A third one was like, okay, seriously. Is there no way of changing the difficulty on this? And then the fourth one was like, just return Sekiro at GameStop. Or something like that. Yeah, that's, that was me. It was like, oh, you didn't do your research and buy the game? Yeah, but I was totally invested in, in, in that game like before it came out. I was knew exactly what I was getting into. I, I, yeah. it, it's one of those games that really punishes new and old uh, players to the series and i highly recommend anyone who hasn't played a souls game to play that game i hate to pick it because <laughs> of anger issues as a, as a kid i fucking like i used to love tony hawk games mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so for the i had it for the xbox there's like certain parts that i can't beat um, I would just get so angry, and one time I just threw my controller. I was about what ten years old. I threw my <laughs> controller into my closet door, and my mom was renting an apartment, and <laughs> I thought she was gonna fucking murder me at that point. But yeah, anger issues. I can't like hard games now. I just like have to walk away <laughs> and like try again in like a month, maybe. I remember uh, my brother-in-law was playing one of the Souls games, and uh, he was... I, I'm, I'm pretty good at, at games. You know? Yeah, I'm a gamer. I, I'm a gamer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was playing, he's like, yo, I can't do this part. What? Like, he's getting stuck and probably by this thing. I'm like, oh, let me play. And I go play against the thing, and it was like one of the mini-bosses. And, like, me being who I am, it's like he bodied it on the first try. Because... You know, it's the first mini boss, and he's like, "I was like, oh, that wasn't so hard." He's like, "How the hell did you do that?" I was like, "Dude, you gotta. It's it's not, it's not like, a, you know, like a regular game where you have a hundred HP and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get recovery items. Like, you gotta be smart about these." But yeah, all strategic. The Souls games are really cool for that because in most video games. They, they just want you to hack and slash, you know? You could go into your enemy, you could tank a bunch of hits. It's like, oh, I'll kill you before you kill me, and then I'll get health. <laughs> Dark Souls, like, you start out bare bones, naked, and, like, the 
weakest enemies in the game will hit you twice and you're dead. And like you, it forces you to really like adapt to each, each encounter with each enemy feels like a boss battle when you first play Dark Souls. And it, I just remember that, that feeling of my first time playing it, like, damn, this game's fucking hard, dude. Dude, I used to watch you play, uh, I think it was the second one, You, I think you were replaying it, and I'm like, how? <laughs> how do you fucking do this? Yeah, on the second playthrough, though, it's like, it's a lot more fun, because now it's, you know what to expect, and you can try different strategies. <laughs> it's hard, yeah, but that's... <laughs> That, some people like that. Some people yeah. want that that grind of, of, you know, trial and error. And then when you finally get it, it's just like, it's like taking a really big poop. You know, like <laughs> when you finally, when it's done, you're like, wow, I did that. I did that. And your body's just trying to cool down from being overheated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dark Souls. It's like taking a big poop. When they <laughs> it's like playing it is like feeling constipated for a really long time and then title of it. this uh podcast it's... dark souls pooping <laughs> that is the name of the thing you take this is a dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> um actually since we're on the subject of dark souls um the creator of dark souls apparently is working with uh, the guy who made game of thrones in developing a new story for a new um, video game series that's coming out. It's going to be like uh, a very narrative-driven game. And so he went, I forget what the name of that guy is, like something R.R. Martin or something? George R.R. Martin. George R.R. Martin. George R.R. Martin. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he, I guess the creator of Dark Souls just needed some of his input on like, creating this crazy story so i mean i've never watched game of thrones but i know it's one of the most critically acclaimed shows and i think it's interesting that you know a game like dark souls where i've always thought like didn't really need a crazy narrative because like the gameplay shows for it it's going to be cool to actually see a narrative driven game for once and you know basically game, game of thrones but playable no, 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 no. He wanted to signify that it, the only role that this guy had was as like, kind of like for him to be like, yo, is this a good idea? Yo, is this a good idea? Like, it was just kind of like input, but like very- Advice. Yeah, constructive criticism type yeah. deal. But it, it's like a 100% like from software title. But it's not going to, they say they're challenging the traditional- um linear gameplay of dark souls and like actually making a open world game because like some people can argue that dark souls is open world but there really is just a couple of branching paths and where you can go yeah essentially yeah campfire to campfire i think it's called like elden's ring or something this new game coming out i don't know i'm excited anything from software it's a good game speaking of games coming out that I'm excited for is uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Already? <laughs> yeah, that's in development. Shit. I think... Oh, it's in development. Okay. Yeah. They... Okay. They. I mean, you can watch the trailer for it. 
And the trailer just gives me goosebumps every time I see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to play it. I know, I know. I want I know. See, see, the thing I is, with Breath of the Wild, you, it's a short you game, don't even have a Switch. or it's a long game. It looks like a long-ass game. It can be, but it's really not. If you just go for the story mode of it, and you go from point A to point B where it tells you to go, it it's pretty short. Mm-hmm. But because of how the game is set up, it was like, I need to go to this temple. But look at that mountain range over there. I wonder what's <laughs> over there. I'm going to go walk Gets over distracted. there. Oh my god. That's you. I killed this... That's me in Fallout. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, I killed this boar. What? The boar dropped some meat. And then you pick up different ingredients. It's like, oh, I could cook. And there's a things. map. <laughs> did you, did you, do you, playing the game, do you find the mechanics of everything, like, breaking? Annoying? See, I didn't i thought it was really cool that like i could just throw shit at my enemies like oh i picked up the stick and i could throw it or use it as a weapon um and you just have to be very smart about your weapon management because even with your bows because it kind of made it like real life a little bit you know in quotation marks um yeah. you know the bows will break after time like like a bow would you know if you don't take care of it. Um, what I'd like to see is a. Uh, I was telling the. Uh, um, I was telling the uh, Castro here uh, earlier um, if they had a weapon repair system, like an upgrade system, like they did in uh, uh, Dark Cloud, uh, uh, specifically Dark Cloud Eight, I remember, on the PS2. So that game. You get, let's say you get a dagger, right? You start out with a dagger and you can get other daggers and basically in, absorb it into your dagger. And yeah. if you keep using it without using what's called repair powder or, or yeah. something, it'll break. And then you can repair it still, but it'll only repair to a... Uh, like the original the stats, form. as if you With didn't the, stack everything. Before. Yeah, you lose all your upgrades. Oh. So I wish they, I w- wish they do that with the weapon system. That's the only thing yeah. I would change. And also, like in uh, Twilight Princess, you kind of had more combos that you could do with. Uh, yeah, you learn like skills. You learn skills and yeah, combos, especially like from the, different temples. You get all those other. Like yeah, you get different items. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. wish there was a hook shot. You know, or something, or, or you know, like you get back back to the breaking of weapons and whether that was frustrating or not. It it definitely encouraged exploration a lot more, and it, it encouraged encountering enemies. So, like, there was kind of a, a methodical thing I'd imagine behind weapons breaking, so that you try out all these different weapons because at some point you're gonna have no weapons and you're gonna have to pick up. Um, for example, like the weird little boomerang thing that you could, it's like a, a tri-wing boomerang or whatever, what have you. Now, one of the weird things about this game, now spoilers, if you haven't played it, stop listening now. Um, I thought it Breath was... Breath of the Wild? Yeah. No, I was just, I mean, it's not really like, <laughs> it's not spoilers. It, it's just like a big gripe I had with the Master Sword in that game is the fact that it could break. And if it broke, you'd have to go back 
to where the pedestal is to like fix it or whatever. The master sword or the the master sword never broke. Really. It breaks. It, it has breaks? it has durability. Same with the healing yeah, shield. Heard. It just it lasts longer, but it's still. Some people are arguing that the reason that happened is because the sword actually wasn't fully like you link are not at your full power yet so the the sword can't be at its full power because you aren't at your full power these are fan theories that are that are people are talking about that's interesting though and in the breath of the wild 2 trailer um one of the big things that's featured is this green substance it's like green like smoke that has like hieroglyphic stuff in it and people actually found out that that's like I think like Gerudo text which Gerudos are like the desert people and that's what Ganondorf's like that's where he comes from yeah and um they're saying that that green energy is like the the embodiment of the Triforce of Courage's power now oh yeah yeah in Breath of the Wild 1 you see a lot of this blue energy, which is like the Sheikah uh, technology and would essentially embody the Triforce of Wisdom's energy. And then you see Ganon, Calamity Ganon, and everything afflicted by um, Calamity is like this red energy. You wow. never saw anything of green energy. And some are some people are saying that Breath of the Wild 1, like Link is like, He's not in his final form. And there's evidence in this because at the very beginning of the game, you know how like Zelda games have like those cool little hieroglyphic scenes where they're like, oh, this is a story of the ancient hero. And it looks like a, a drawing painted on a tapestry. Yeah. They show a scene with Ganondorf being cast away by the hero of time. Now, when you look at that hero of time, it doesn't even look like Link. It almost looks like this beast thing with flowing red hair and um, his hand has like this weird green glow to it, right? Like it, it, there's no doubting that his hand is discolored where the sword is. And it's the same hand that Link uses and it's the same hand that in the trailer to two, Link touches that energy and it absorbs into that hand and his hand is green. So... We're going to see some crazy transformation in Link in Breath of the Wild 2 if they take that weird little scripture, that weird picture of what he looked like, and we get like some ancient form, like some ancient warrior of Link, similar to like fierce deity Link from uh, from Majora's Mask. I'm, I'm like literally driving myself insane watching all of these theory videos because <laughs> I want this game out already. Mm-hmm. For real. Like, When's it gonna come out? Do you know? Yeah, a couple of years. Uh, probably twenty twenty one. Be honest. You think so? I feel like we're gonna get it next year. I feel like Breath of the Wild two was in production right after Breath of the it. Wild one. Yeah. <clears throat> like they were like, okay, this is gonna be a two part feature. Yeah, but you remember Breath of the Wild? They they showed the first footage like four years before it even came out. But maybe that's why. Maybe they were like, wait, we need to make this into two games instead of one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could have been working both of them at the same time. Uh, it, it, it all but depends. That, I mean, that's they a big-ass crew. I mean, they got the money. They got the money and they got the manpower. 
And if they don't, they can hire the manpower. But I, I, I know they're like they don't they don't wanna mess up this game. Like, they won't. It's I mean, we've seen what Nintendo does when a game isn't ready to be released. They're not afraid to push the date back. Metroid well, Prime well, four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, push back to like I wish they pushed back other M like a thousand times, but that was who knows <laughs> what what they were thinking when they said, "Okay, other M is a good Metroid title." Yeah, but maybe that's why they. I mean, when I say they pushed back Metroid, they were working on a game, decided this sucks, screw that, crumbles up the piece of paper, throws it in the trash can. They're like, "We're starting over with a whole different team." And they put out like a little, a little video saying like, "Hey, we know you guys were excited for this, but we got to start all over again. So you're probably not getting it for another three years, maybe four. Well, at least they did that instead of throwing out a shitty game. Yeah, yeah. which is what they did with Other M, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, because that game was shitty, <laughs> very shitty. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Well, there, there was a few games that were pretty bad that came out. Star Fox Zero, real bad attempt at revi- revamping the series. Was that the one where he was with the dinosaur? No, that was on GameCube. Star Fox Zero was on the Wii U. I see, I don't even remember that. You're thinking of Star Fox Adventure, which some people say was really good. but It was okay, but it wasn't a Star Fox game. No. It wasn't. Yeah, It wasn't. It was it, like you started off as a Star Fox game, and then... It became like... An adventure. Star Fox an, Adventure. An, some adventure game. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, it's okay. Yeah, but they the didn't staff, lie to you. <laughs> I was like, I got the stupid stat. The game was mad easy. Again, it was made for kids, but... Now, Star Fox Assault, which came out after that, that was peak Star Fox like content. I mean, you had an amazing story mode. Um, and then you had an amazing multiplayer, and I feel like we don't get that in games now. Like they they give you an okay single player um, campaign with you know room for DLC, and then maybe an okay multiplayer experience. But like there was a time in the GameCube era where every game had some type of weird multiplayer experience mm-hmm. to the side of it. Super Monkey Ball 2. Oh my god. Yo. That had some of the funnest multiplayer games on it. But that but that was considered, you know, like a single player like arcade game. Yeah, I only played multiplayer with that. (laughs) There's so many cool multiplayer games on that. Yeah. Yeah, we played uh quite a few. GameCube had some cool choice games. My favorite game on the GameCube is Custom Robo. I never got to play those games. Oh, I always man. heard they were awesome. It was those, that game was freaking awesome. Like you custom, like basically, like you had you customized a little robot thing and you went into a battle arena and battled another robot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the story was like pretty cool from what I remember, but yeah, the game was freaking awesome. Like that game, they need to bring games like that back. Too. They are, man. They are. There's this game coming out on Switch called I want to say it's called. Daemon X Machina, and it's it, yeah. They've been showing a lot of a lot of clips of it um, on like the Nintendo Directs, and it's it's a mech game. But the what's cool about it is the art style is very edgy and 
cell shaded mm-hmm. kind of like um what was that game no more heroes mm-hmm. it's very like in your face gritty explosion like it's anime pretty much and i, I think mech games are coming back because there's also a gundam game coming out and um actually the, from software the guy the the people who make dark souls games are famous for making those um mech game, armored core they they make armored core and there's an armored core game that's coming out too cool I mean, you know, mechs, they're cool. Being in a big machine yeah. that just blows shit up. Why yeah, I know people doing the Area 51, right? They're trying to come back with a mech, too. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Coming back with, like, an EVA. EVA unit. Gundam. It's a Gundam! <laughs> I always wanted to, act, like, do one of the models and build one. I, I built one before. I built a level 4 kit. They're pretty fun. They have levels? Like, what's the highest level? Uh, highest level I've seen was a 5. So, so like, level 1, obviously, beginner to level 5, being expert. And, you know, I've built models before, so I started with level 4. It took me a little bit of time, but, like, if I were to do, like, it took me a couple hours to do a level 4. The level 5... That's not bad. Like, I thought you meant, like, a couple days. Like, no, no, no. Like a like, puzzle? I mean, if, if, yeah. like, if I gave it to my younger brother, like, it would take... He wouldn't be able to finish it. He'd give up. Because, like, you got some small pieces that you're gluing on there and that you're putting yeah. together that... But puzzles, that... we, uh... I, I ended up... <laughs> I ended up buying a Breath of the Wild puzzle. Because mm-hmm. it looks... I, I like maps, you know? I, I like how maps look, and especially if they're... um. Or at least the simplicity of maps. Yeah, cartography is um, a beautiful art. Yeah, so I bought a Breath of the Wild puzzle, and I'm like, this is so cool. We're going to do it. We're, we'll frame it, you know? It's a weird-ass fucking size, for one. Um, it's All like the same four, color. Four, 14 by... Oh, it's like that sepia, six. that, like, brownish, like, tapestry yeah, color. It's so fucking hard. I got a lot of it done, meaning only the edges. <laughs> Everything else is fucking hard some people will just solve a black puzzle blurry. for the sake of solving a puzzle no picture it's fun though i like it <laughs> oh my god i'm just there sitting at the table every single night fucking putting this shit together by myself because nobody wanted to help me but it's fun. I fucking you know what's hard shit. 3d paper puzzles Ugh. paper I, puzzles 3d 3d paper because like a puzzle is fine right but a 3D paper puzzle, like they get some of those parts like super fine and very fragile, and they have to put, they have to sit together like almost perfectly, and because of how fragile these pieces are, putting them together is like a fucking bitch. Are so, those the ones that they look like little like 3D stacked like it looks like stacked? Yeah. Stuff to okay. Yeah. Like it has a layered Ooh. look to it. Yeah, I got one right there. Oh, the reason why I bring it up is because that one right there is a 3D puzzle oh, Nino Kuni 2. And it was a fucking bitch. It took me hours to put it together only because it wouldn't line up together. So they tell you to use certain pieces and put them together that way, but you can't put them together that way because they don't work that way. You have to innovate and use the wrong pieces to set it up and then switch those pieces around and then put the correct pieces in for it to work. You know... You're Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was younger, um, my dad used to be like the activities director 
for this one uh, resort. I forget the name of the resort. And he would sometimes order these, like, they're like model cars, right? Where it gives you a bunch of these plastic things, a little motor, wheels, and, like, you have to, like, put together this, like, little Japanese-looking... Oh, the bod, what uh, the bod hell? cars that you raised on the track? And they only go no. straight, right? Well, well... Do they have a? It just had a motor, and you could build a track around it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So this was my child, part of my childhood growing up. Like the base models start at ten dollars, right? Yeah. You get a base model car, base motor, and then you could upgrade everything on the car mm-hmm. from the motor. You can get a better motor. You can upgrade the aerodynamics. You can upgrade the wheels, the tires, everything like a real car. And they would have races at the local mall that we were at. My my uh, dad used to do that with the gas, gas ones. Oh my god, <laughs> those no, are crazy! No, these were these were just operated by uh, these were like batteries. electronic ones. Yeah, yeah. they were double A batteries, but they went pretty fast. They and did. Do it, little head one. <laughs> and, and and you know they they at the mall they had this special like a Grand Prix track and like you put you you had to they had adjusters so you could adjust. The speed it went, so you could like put it full throttle and it would go full speed all the time, but it would fly off the bank, mm-hmm. and so so you had to know how to adjust the speed. So some people they they knew to lower the speed, so on the straightaways, the faster cars would overtake them, but oh, on the, the turns, turns they fly. they fly and everyone else is flying off the track. But yeah, those, those yeah. You know, the the mod cars that that you know those, those were. Those were cool, dude. Those were awesome. That was, like, my first experience with those types of models. And, like, I remember the track that they had set up at, over there was made of, like, cut-in-half PVC pipe. So it was kind of, like, this cool little, like, half-pipe-looking thing. So, like, even when they turned the corners, like, most of them could make it. But you're absolutely right. If you set it too fast, <laughs> that thing will topple right over. Yeah, and, and it's, like... It was like a, a projectile that thing just flew, but they they were made of metal, so like they were pretty durable when they yeah. when they hit crash. Very, yeah, when they crashed, very few of them actually broke to where they could like really work. You'd have to change out some of the wheels or the tires, or or the or the the body would break. But as long as the as long as the motor ran. Yeah, it was every Saturday or whatever just to have a race. They had they had trophies given out. Like there was there was a whole thing, the whole club of it. That was intense. Yeah, that's some dad shit. It was some dad shit. Super dad hobby. It, it was dad with the kids, man. There was every every weekend. I had begged my dad to take me, and he was like, "Why? <laughs> Why? You play with this? No." So it's so. like a modern day uh, soapbox derby. Yeah, except indoors. Dude, I always that fucking Disney Channel movie, yeah. I, with the with the um, the fuck, I'm like blank right now. Anyway, but Disney Channel had a had a soapbox derby movie. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, which one? I, I yeah, with the kid one. in the wheelchair. Oh, the Pinky Venus. <laughs> yeah, for, the, the, I was thinking I couldn't remember his name. Um, but yeah, like watching that movie always made me want to fucking do that shit. Yeah, so box derbies. That that's pretty cool stuff. It always looked fun. Yeah. I like building stuff. So I always had Legos because I had no friends. Dude, Legos. Do y'all remember Connects? 
Yes, I had those two. I had the the big gray bin. Yeah, me too. And just <laughs> Dude, shit. those were so cool. Like that was a really cool builder toy, and like people would do like engineering marvels with those. Mm-hmm. Like I remember. somebody yeah, made I a computer. Somebody made a working computer with connects. That's insane. Yeah, they're freaking ridiculous. I don't. I yeah, I don't know too much about the science behind it, but I clicked on a video, so <laughs> down down the YouTube video rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I found a what's it the Winter Garden or whatever the marble machine. You guys seen that? Nope. This guy made a. It, it's like it's called the the marble machine. And he uses like thousands of marbles and he like it, it basically plays music so he like turns it and all these marbles come on and they have a, an exact spot where they're gonna hit on like oh, a string yeah, 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 yeah. so it's kind of like a string instrument that gets hit by the marbles right yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and it's that. like how the hell did people come up yo engineering it, it, it's just like it's... all wood like you made it with all wood and stuff like it's crazy have you ever seen those like sculptures that move the kinetic sculptures like it looks like a bunch of legs walking but it's it's literally moving because of wind like if you ever get a chance look up kinetic sculptures and like they are the creepiest thing to me i don't know why (laughs) because it's like you set them up and like i'm pretty sure the i think the artist set them up on like a beach or something like that in the wind goes through all of these chambers and like it's just a bunch of legs moving forward it almost looks like a spider and it's just slowly moving forward i guess that's why that would be creepy it looks real like it looks like this real thing without a head just moving forward and like it's all done through engineering like you know they sit here before they even make it like they're they have to come up with the schematics for it and stuff like that and like these people are just they're like Celestial beings or something, man. They're the aliens that escape. I don't understand. Like, who, who made that like petition? Like, who comes up with these fucking names? It was. It started with um. Some people what? say after Harambe died, that's when making groups, meme groups on Facebook started. Because I remember seeing this picture. Whereas it's the tiny domino to big domino. It's like gorilla dying in Cincinnati Zoo. Um, Mm -hmm. Thousands of people storming Area 51 or something like that. That's the end result. But Yeah, I I don't know. It's just... I mean, there was a... Wasn't there a movie about Area 51? There's a Netflix documentary or something like that recently. Yeah, but that was like years ago. And now it's called... um... Excuse me. Damn it. Hell yeah. It's my time to shine. I was thinking of the show. It's on Netflix. I I don't even know the name of it. I honestly don't watch too much stuff now. I'm kind of a gamer, so. <laughs> kind of. So. A little bit. You're, you're too good for us. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just. Too, too good. It's not that. Too good. It's just like <laughs> that good. time. I can never beat you at Smash. I mean. Too good. Get him drunk. Get him drunk. <laughs> Yeah, you used to get, get me drunk, drunk and play. Yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, you still kick my ass. 
if only because he was get dr- he would get drunk, I would be like this close. I would always like be so close with him, but I still can't ever fucking beat him. I kick Fuck your him. ass in Smash. Cause you use d- dark whatever his name Pit, Pit and you just button smash the same shit. No, I don't. Dark Pit's edgy. That's an edgy character. Cause there's regular Pit, but you're like, nah, I want the dark one. <laughs> Emo Pit. My life is in abyss darkness oh my goodness it consumes me i am dark pit no but like it's not that i i think i'm better than you that i because he thinks he's better than us it's just like for me you practice more the yeah the only way i i mostly consume media that i can engage with physically like video games and stuff like that and like the time, like a lot of people will say, "Oh, I don't know how you could spend that much time on video games." But like, you'll sit on your phone for hours at a time, consuming media and other forms, sitting down on the couch, watching the news true. with your mom or something. You know, like uh, the time. It's a commitment. Yeah, it's a commitment for sure. But like, I I don't feel like the stigma of you play video games. You know, you're you're such a child, kind of deal like that. That needs nah, to kind of disappear. Nah, I I say, growing up, that that was definitely a thing. Oh, you're playing video games a lot. I'm like, yeah, it's a hobby I have. Like, you should go out more. It's like I do, I do go out. I kayak and I fish, but I also play video games when I can't do those. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, I so, and so, so, so. Yeah, but nowadays like... it's. You make more money playing video games than than anything else. I feel like it stems from a lot of ignorance and like an older generation who didn't really play video games. They see it as a waste of time only because they can't relate to it. And so what I've noticed is like... That's why they're so angry because video games is mentally pleasing. Yeah, like people will... Or not people, but like the older generation will look at video games as like this childish novelty thing without even realizing esports is this growing industry that like, mm-hmm. you know, within the next 10 years is going to replace a lot of like literal sports just from the demand. Like people are going to stop going to baseball games because like you can literally see the cultural shift of like people... Our, our baseball sucks. Yeah, baseball is really boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's why it's baseball. getting... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is that still a thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly, for real, like, I can't sit through a baseball game. No. Even I, with a drink. I can't. Like, the only thing... Like, I'm just like... Yeah, the only thing that baseball has for it, the stadiums, I think a lot of stadiums have, like, really good food. And that's why people go there because they can only get that type of food at the baseball stadium. Like, oh, yo, we went to this. There's baseball. no hype. The only There's people no who like the only people who like baseball are people who play baseball. That's it. <laughs> that's it. You had to have, like and grown New up. Yorkers. Yeah. 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 Yes. Like, oh, I love baseball. Like, why? why? Oh, so just throwing out it out there. Um, since we're on baseball, uh. Colorado Rockies, they're at the bottom, apparently. 
No one cares about baseball. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but like. I feel like people who hype about baseball, like, you know, you see them wearing the Mets caps and the Yankee caps. They've been they never, indoctrinated. They don't, they don't, they don't go. Yeah. They don't go to the games. They don't, they just sit at home and do some other shit. No, but actually in Colorado, they're really passionate about their teams. Uh, yeah. The Rockies and Broncos, of course. And Avalanche hockey. But and then, yeah, but they're getting better. But at that point, is it really the passion for the actual sport, or no, is it a passion? Yeah, it's it's more of like the passion of of the energy of being around the people, yeah. and and it's same thing kind no. of goes with Orlando City over here. I feel like most people like just like being there for like the Everybody. party, the party that is. Like there's something always going on in a soccer game. Absolutely. Like yeah, that's true. the ball is always moving, yeah. the players are always going and they only stop. I'd rather watch soccer and, than and, baseball. And, and and when you get two really good teams going at each other, it's it's a back and forth tug of a, war. It's in a soccer. back and forth tug of war. And so when they actually do score, like they're like if you do like sports and like if you you know, I played soccer when I was a kid. You know, the well, that's where I also played basketball. Basketball is another one. Fast. It's moving. back and forth. It's cool. It's back and forth. I can't, for the life of me, I don't know what it is. Actually, I do know what it is. It, football, American football. It's slow. Like they always stop. I don't know why yeah. people mm-hmm. love football so much. I don't either. Do they stop in rugby? I, I don't. Mean, when got when me the ball beat. hits, I but there, there's more physical contact in rugby. Like I'd watch a rugby game. But like in American football, beat there. Like, I would like, not. <laughs> I, I couldn't pay me to watch rugby. Like, I mean, see, seeing like a national rugby team, like the New Zealand team versus like the Australia team, like those two, like like they go at each other, and and it's much more intense than watching an American football game. I mean, they're not really wearing any padding or anything. They're just out there with their fucking. Yeah, they... big meaty claws and just <laughs> <laughs> big meaty claws. So, so they're 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 just out Bring there. Bring it on, old man! But, Bring it on! But like, yeah, baseball and American football for me are just yeah. boring. I mean, you only no. watch boring fucking football for the cricket is enough. They don't really have cricket ball. here, but cricket big in my family back in Bangladesh, and they're. They love cricket, and I'm just like, but yeah. watching it or playing it, both. That's why I feel like the both. the attachment for these games come from like the childhood of being on the varsity team in in high school and stuff like that. Like that dream now, of wanting to get that sports scholarship. Yeah, I would. Playing golf, baseball golf is way one. more like, better than watching it. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Mm. No, we no watching, hockey for sure. For like us. we we were I forgot where we were. We were watching like golf was on the TV. Like we weren't wanting to watch it, but it was on. And the announcer was like, like whoever hit the ball really close to the hole, and like the crowd was like, oh yeah, they were clapping. And the announcer was like, wow, the crowd's really going wild here. And just like. <laughs> That's wild. What? Your crowd's going real well. You just hear like a light cloud, like a light flap, a cough overpowers it. Wow! I was like, what? But what gets me is like the commercials for golf is like so intense. Like they play the most epic music, and they just so the ball going in the hole, the golfer just be like, yeah, 
Oh, that's yeah, really yeah. weird. <laughs> I was like, well, well that's like, an intense little moment. Signs, like, silence, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but golf is going in a cool direction, though, because with establishments like Top Golf coming out. Oh well, that's drinking that's involved different. and everything like that. But that's it's a it's a it's a driving range. Yeah, but at in 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 its core, it's it's golfing. You know, it's just a different. I'm sorry, but golfing is fucking hard. It is. I sucked at top golf, but I I think if for sports to to be brought in a way that like anyone can play it like that, it kind of adds like, it, or it, rather, it takes away that barrier from people who otherwise wouldn't like. I I don't watch golf, but I went to top golf, and like since it's then. Fun. Yeah, since then I've been a little more conscious of like if I see golf on the TV, I'll like I'll be like, huh, that shit's kind of hard, you know. And you kind of get like a newfound respect for it. And I feel like that's where people really like fanboy over those boring, or as we call them, boring sports, because they yeah. actually appreciate the talent needed to be good at them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but, I um, last time we went to Top Golf actually. Um, I was with an old co-worker from SeaWorld, and he is a golfer. Yeah. Go- golfer, not gopher. He's a gopher. He's a gopher. Lives on the ground. It, it was funny because he, ma- he made fun of us because we had two different stances. She had a hockey stance because she grew up actually playing hockey, and I had a baseball stance somehow. Because <laughs> um, I actually grew up playing baseball as a kid, you know, out in the streets and shit. Um, I have a cricket stance. <laughs> but yeah it, it's it's fucking hard you get sore from that shit you know but it, it is a nice it, it is a nice way to have people understand a certain sport in our in our age i guess yeah because like i guarantee like otherwise i had i had never gone to top golf i'd be like golf that's bullshit ass sport you know but jokingly of course because i consider you know video games a legit sport but like it does make you competitive though (laughs) yeah yeah i but i can respect the hustle for where it's at and i just wish the older generation could like you know meet us halfway and be like okay i may not play video games but you if you want to be the best damn super smash brother then you can be the best damn Super Smash Brother, you know? Like, it's, I think once that era kind of dies off and now we become the older, gen- like, it's going to be more progressive and we're going to weed out a Do lot. Do you think, or are we just going to fall back into the same traditions? Like, uh, technology and everything is going to advance even further than what, probably what we can under- of understand. Of course. You know, I, I'm, I'm already seeing it now, the, the cultural divide of, like, a younger generation. And it kind of started with Fortnite, where people from my generation were hating on Fortnite because kids, you know, like it. But, mind you, I was playing Fortnite before it blew up. Not to be a gatekeeper or anything like that. But I genuinely liked that game. And to see people shitting on it and hating on it, just because, That's- one, it's popular... And two, little kids like doing the dances. I, I started to realize, damn, you guys are becoming the the hateful adults that are like, 
shutting down like a new generation who's just trying to enjoy something you know i never thought of that that's a really good way to put it and that's why i have to like take myself away like the even with memes dude like it's getting to the point where like i feel like i'm becoming this old memer where like the area 51 meme just for me at least i'm like dude that's a baby meme you know like i i can't with that meme but like i i get it it's it's a meme for a certain type of people you know who and they enjoy it and i i can't like i'll joke and say that meme's dumb but like i'm not gonna like but you're think not, of you're you not different. Fully judging. Yeah, yeah yeah you know because uh, in all honesty i mean if whoever goes like they're pretty stupid if they're gonna go oh my gosh a military well what about the, the the uh, like, like the, the celebrities the, no no or... no not the celebrities the the one meme where everybody got together and like it wasn't a meme it was more conservative person or doing like the kamehameha all that once oh against uh, the hurricanes like naruto run yeah you yeah, know? yeah limp biscuit this, this is exactly that yeah. In my opinion. Well, Kamehameha 3 uh, for next year, uh, they want to break the Guinness Book of World Records for uh, all at once Kamehameha, which I'm pretty sure they will because the current record's like 793 or something. And, there's like and, and this being a specific Dragon Ball event, like they're going to, there's going to be yeah. thousands and thousands of people doing this. You'll probably hear it all around the world. It I'm down to go to Texas if you, you guys go. I'm going. I'm market May first through the third. You know, take the time off. We're. I'm going to. I'll, I'll have a booth there. And yeah. Oh, Alex, uh, Chapter three. Um, I'm probably gonna get this out real quick. Just thought of it. If you, you know, merchandise, I got you. You can design some shit. Really? Okay. Okay. I'll let you know further it. down the line. I gotta like get a YouTube. We got started look, we're business partners. You got connections right here, man. Dude, I'm I'm down. Like I I have like ideas and stuff and like I wanna make merch. I just I kinda I mean have obviously to eventually to solidify a brand first. Because I don't even know if Mr. Cra- Mr. Castro and that little smiley face thing is gonna be my official thing because well, I didn't make I like that. Mr. Castro. Um <laughs> The, the smiley face reminded me of, like, you when you were younger. Right? Like, right. like um, high school. It, I feel like that encapsulates, like, the shit like, poster in me. Because you know me, I fucking love memes. I, I've never watched your, your streams, but um, just hearing Mr. Castro and the smiley face for some reason, that, you know, it's probably because of... Fidel Castro, I just picture a smiling <laughs> face with a cigar. Dude. Like, I just think wish. of Watchmen or something. Like, oh, that's true, too. Let me see if I can find But, no, back to, um, back to that whole thing about, like, a judging older generation and stuff like that. Um, that's the thing. This might be. Yeah, put a cigar right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, I feel like even, like, it's going to be crazy that, like, there's going to be old people that are, like, elitist of anime. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be a time... Uh, there already is. There's going to be a bunch of fucking nerds the, judging like, the oh, nerdier watch, generation uh, that is younger uh, than us. You watch, uh, what, what's that one? Um, sword hair. Art Online? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Me. Fucking love it. Oh, Stop it. <laughs> versus, uh, versus, oh, oh, you only watch Dragon Ball. Like, there's already groups like that. 
but it's just going to be funny to see these people turning into like grandpas. Yeah, type me deal, being a grandpa, you know? I was like, this is my Boma picture. I got it on he's, he's going to be the first to judge. <laughs> I'll be uh, going from I'm being like. I mean, I judge the kids because I hate kids. And, <laughs> and, like, it doesn't matter what they do, I just find them super annoying. He finds you annoying. Fuck you. You guys are old people. My old children. He's he's old. Yeah, you guys don't like shit on his carpet and he doesn't have to, (laughs) you know, change your diapers and stuff. But yeah, it doesn't matter what a kid does, they do the Fortnite dance or or they just stand there like Oh, so you're one of those. I bet. I bet you were hating the Fortnite dancers too, huh? No. See, the thing is, like, <laughs> I watch a grown ass person, like, do the Fortnite dance. I was like, oh, he's doing a Fortnite dance. I see a little kid, like, eight years old, doing the Fortnite dance. I was like, get the fuck out of here. It's like, just because he's a kid. There's a difference because a grown ass person will only do it once or twice, but with separation, a kid will do it 50 million times within a fucking minute. Yeah, that's when it becomes because they're wired their brain is just like dude i think about this all the time but like when you're a kid that like i'm talking about like like three to like four years old where you're you're starting to retain memories and stuff like that and you you're actually starting to like think a little more critically that's got to be like a really crazy acid trip you know because your brain is still like so fresh and is like pumping out all of these fucking chemicals and like you just tried Do you remember that you just tried ice cream for the first time it like literally sends a shockwave into your brain you're like i'm on crack so like (laughs) i'd only imagine like a kid plays Fortnite. you know that game is super stimulating it's all the colors and all that i think it's kind of hard i can't get into the building aspect that's why i don't I don't play it. it. It got hard once it blew up and, and all of these kids have access to... Now, you know what's actually kind of crazy about that game? Is I remember the meta changing specifically when, like, Facebook started adding... Like, when Facebook introduced game streaming, that was, like, literally during the Fortnite craze. That's, like, when, when Facebook jumped on that live streaming tra- uh, train. And I noticed a meta in Fortnite changing where it used to be no one would build unless like they absolutely had to and even at that it'd be like a little like four by four with stairs just basic well, because cover. everybody was still learning technically wasn't exactly it? so with kids having access to these streamers that are professional teaching you like the the best and most optimal play now the casual player um, who plays like, you know, maybe once or twice a, a day or whatever, but watches professional streamers has a better chance against somebody who just picked up the game for the first time. And like, I just remember actually having to start working for kills <coughs> because people are actually building now. And I think esports. And streaming and kids watching people play video games and being good at it, it's gonna get to this point where like the skill gap is is gonna be ridiculous because Yeah, so we're gonna be stupid. 
yeah, I'm scared for for having to keep up with with all of these games, you know, like I'm pretty sure they'll come out with shit where you have to be actually physically fit to like be better at the games. I'd imagine like once we get into augmented reality, I, I can imagine like we'll have You don't think it'd be more lazier? No, I, I don't think so. I think uh more of these games like they're coming out with the with like the virtual reality type stuff, I think. Yeah, just... but hello, going back to sorta online, they have a virtual reality where you're literally just laying in no, bed. No, they're gonna have that shit. Well, if we're talking about bringing like well, video games to the highest caliber of professional playing, and we took it to like augmented or or virtual reality rather, have you seen where we are now? I'm having like a track underneath you. To simulate you being able to run and stuff. Have you seen that? There's 360 no. tracks now where you can just like straight up run and it keeps you in the middle. I don't want to do exercise. It's I want to lay but, down and just like my brain. But we're just talking about <laughs> on a professional level. Fucking like, lazy yeah, no, man. We're, yeah, we're talking like you can play it no, like, I know, like I know, a lazy I know. man. But, but yeah, like we could take video games to that extreme. Like we can have fucking real life Tron. Tron, exactly. Exactly. It's like they're on a real motorcycle, basically, but just standing in place. Like you see them just fucking moving or around. Even shooting games, like we could literally have, like we could watch tournaments that, like these people are straight up, like just virtually shooting each other and then respawning and going back and doing it all over again. Like esports is like we're like right here at the beginning of something that's gonna like explode into the most consumed form of media, I feel like. Like, there's going to be people, obviously, there's always going to be stuff to watch and, and videos to watch, but I feel like it's going to get to the point where video games, professional sports, like, video games are going to be, like, way above professional sports, I think. I mean, they, they have, uh, like, with, uh, was the CES being in Vegas now, and and uh, just having all those different leagues, and I think what was it last year, Ninja being featured on Sports Illustrated, and it's the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, it definitely is. I mean, I play uh, what was it, Clash of Clans on my phone. Just you know, with me and my younger brother, brother, yeah. where we have our little guild or whatever. And like, I used to play it when the game came out, and it stopped for a couple of years, and I came back to it just now, and they have, like, esports leagues for this mobile game. Don't where... they have, like, prize pools of over, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars? For yeah, so, so I think it was last year, they had a prize pool of $400,000. First place got 150 grand <laughs> to play a mobile game. A I was just mobile like, game, just it was clicking. A mobile, just, like, you drag your finger and put where, and the thing does it for yourself. And it's just like, what? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's really cool. When you have a huge prize pot like that as incentive to get better, like, it, there's no wonder why so many younger kids want to pursue a, a, oh, yeah. a profession. I mean, last year I was at TwitchCon, and, uh, you know, they had uh, Battlefield had a, just a regular tournament where it was invite only. Last place got a guarantee, like, $6,000 or some crazy shit. And it was just like last place was guaranteed money, first place got something like seventy two thousand, and then they also had a Fortnite tournament where it was a five hundred thousand dollar tournament, and I forget who won. Ninja was playing. They had a uh, Cloud, 
McLeod, Shroud, 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 Shroud was playing. Um, they had a couple other big names, and it was it was it was pretty intense seeing like Ninja has a fucking tour bus. Like, like I was, I was blown away by that. I was. Ninja has a very big job right now to like really set the standard and not fuck shit up, man. Because I have a feeling that it might get to the point where it's it's a very how do I say it? Like the industry, it just kind of becomes like a monopoly of like top players are the only people who really get the money. Still, like kind of like what happened with YouTube and PewDiePie, and like how much money PewDiePie makes off YouTube, and how like no, I feel like with all the regulations on YouTube now, like no one's gonna be able to reach that level because of corporate YouTube and because of the regulations. Yeah. And, and the, the bigger like all those stupid shit people do too. Well, yeah, you have to you have to really set yourself apart uh, nowadays to to be noticed because I mean, I kind of feel like no offense, I don't know if it'll be offensive, but same same thing with like Twitch. You know, I feel like it's it's also harder now to stream and people to give you either donations to be well, better. Yeah, it, it's interested. All, yeah, yeah. Tw- twi- Twitch works two ways. So you're either really good at the game you're playing, or your person really entertaining. Yeah, which I always feel like it has to be like comedic. For the yeah, most like, part, some for, people for, prefer. The, like streamers who don't talk and just their gameplay speaks yes. for them. Me she right does, there. Like, she, That's me right there. She I don't understand. Instead of just fucking replaying um Ocarina Twilight. No, um the other one. Uh Majora's Majora? No. Twilight? I, I don't know. I, no, it is Twilight. I think it is Twilight. She Oh, I watched Twilight Princess like religiously. Yeah. Religiously. That's funny. <laughs> Y'all are both, no. y'all have two different interests in what you like your streamer to be like. Well, I mean, I like my streamer to be, um, yeah. have, like, personalities. Yeah, yeah, she, she, um. But I, I like, I mean, yeah, I do watch PewDiePie, you know. I but, watch Cinnamon Toast Ken, which are, like, you know, very basic. <laughs> but I do it for the comedy. Of course. You know, I watch, John, I lo- John, um, John Wolf. I watch lower YouTubers. Not, not, you know, they're not as famous mm-hmm. more for like their skill and criticism of, of on a game you know but i don't i don't know like um when she started watching like john wolf like i was just like does this guy ever shut up i just want to watch him play because yeah but if you become a commentary let's play you yeah, have to i want to understand see the thing is it's like you know i'm focusing on one thing it's either his talking or him playing and i just want to watch him play i don't want to focus on like whatever he's saying like because well, it can be off topic I mean, for one yeah for, you know? for, for me and i know it's for a lot of people too it also depends on the sound of their voice because <laughs> if they're if if it hits a certain decibel like or, or, at, or, or just where our pitch voice or, is terrible. No, I don't think voices. No, I hear that. There's some voices that like you, <laughs> some people have faces that you just look at them and you're like, I don't know why, but my body wants to punch you just based off oh, the like look your, of your face. face. Absolutely, my face <laughs> gets that a lot. 
Um, and then some people no. have voices like that that you hear their voice and it's like, please, shut up. Shut the fuck up. It's like Jasmine sometimes. Shut up. <laughs> There's this one guy, I can't remember his, his, his name on YouTube, but he always had like really colorful hair. I would watch him because I, I like I like when YouTubers play different games, especially a lot of indie games. Hey, 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 uh, but his voice was so fucking annoying and his personality was annoying. I'm like, why am I still watching him? I'm just same, doing it for the game. At the at same time, point. it's also like, you know, games like, you know, Legend of Zelda. You don't want to hear someone's voice in the background. You just want to watch the whole gameplay and everything like that. You I know? do. Especially if it's speedrun, you know? I, I'm, well, I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah speedrunners are very quiet, actually, well, for the most that's part. That's different. That's, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wouldn't yeah, talk so... during a speedrun. I'd be like, I don't understand. Like, I don't I, I was, fucking blink. I was watching one uh, for Ocarina. I'm just like, how? And, and especially, like, you know, when they're in the graveyard, they do backflips to go into the... What is it? Um, one of those temple. Uh, I don't remember what temple. It it's where Dompe is, the gravekeeper. Oh, um, is it that one? It's but it's like on top. Like where the the shadow temple is. Is it the shadow temple? I thought in the graveyard is where the shadow I temple is, and then I thought that was like in the well. No, the well is where you go to get the lens of revealing truth, which is how you. I think you get into the shadow temple to begin with but are you talking about that one run where you have you have to follow dante all the way through to get the not with dante not with dante i don't think um but yeah no that that shadow temple with the hands going Uh. (laughs) (laughs) grabbing your ass out no yeah um yeah, Let's get the, the dim spire. It was like, oh, come at me, bro. Just fucking <laughs> oh, hit for the sure. Dim fire. <laughs> Kill it with fire. Like, that <laughs> dim's fire was for sure, like, my go to for, like, everything. Oh, fuck that. Kill it with fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, that's pretty nice. But yeah, no, like, I don't know. I, you, you talk. I definitely you know, consider you, myself a personality. I, I even, feel like even, I'm in the middle. Yeah. I mean, I even have... if someone's not messaging you or talking to you through a chat, you still keep the conversation flowing, which I appreciate that. It's very that's hard tough. to do. That, that's that's actually, hard, yeah. No, that's, that's why when we were streaming, I had her, so we would just bicker yeah, back and forth, you know, yeah. with our little shit. And, like, playing really, like, I like playing, like I said, indie games. Indie games are stupid as fuck sometimes, so it makes it funny. Exactly, to, but like, it's not like an adventure up. game. No, I wouldn't you know? play, well, only scary games, games I guess. Really, yeah. um, scary adventure games I would play if it was just us because I'm terrified as shit. But, well, yeah, with y'all, it wouldn't even matter what you guys are playing just because you have each other. You yeah, know? it was fun, but it was it was hard to keep up it with was the fun. podcast and working. And if, like, if I didn't have to work, dying and taking a if, shot, if we didn't have to work, I would fucking stream. I know, like, dude. It's working fun. I love full it. Full time. Like, I get home and, like. <laughs> no, it's not even for the money for streaming, you know? I'm like, I want to make money off the podcast. It's the time. It's, the, it's just being so spread out. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you need at least some we, free time to We only have yourself. weekends, and like, how do we spend time for ourselves if we're doing a podcast one night and then streaming another night? Yep. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm. I'm right now at this point where 
I'm trying to figure out what my stream schedule should be like and how long I should be streaming. And, like, I'm testing out a lot of different stuff right now. And, like, it, it's... it Even when you're not trying to, like, make a career out of it, it's a full... It's a job, dude. Like, it really is a job. And, like, I it's, never... Th- it's hard. Like, people don't understand that. It, it's it's a lot of work. Especially, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially during this, the the early stages where, like, you only have one person, two people on your stream, it almost feels discouraging. It's like, do I really want to sit here? I could be doing this. Like, I could be playing something and picking my nose and not worry about people seeing me pick my nose. But, like, I'm, I'm trying to stream more so that it doesn't feel like a forced stream you know like i, I want to get to the point where i'm just streaming and i i just feel like playing a game and i could just stream whatever i'm playing right then and there and people will come and join but do like, it for you do not give in to like just pleasing other people you know like yeah. playing certain games and i get that but if i noticed a significant like if i'm seeing that when i play mario maker I'm getting a lot more interactions with people. Like, for me, I like interacting with people while playing my games. Yeah. And if I'm playing a game that nobody's going to watch me play, I don't get that also... I don't also get to have that satisfaction of talking to people. So at these early stages, I kind of have to, like, see what people respond to. And I'm luckily in that spot where Mario Maker is a game I love to play. But... I don't want to only be a Mario Maker streamer, you know? Like, I want to be a variety streamer, and I've noticed when I play other games, I don't get as much interactions. And so it's like, yeah, I'm playing this game. I like to play, but if I wasn't streaming, I wouldn't feel obligated to, like, be on, you know? Like, you know how when you're on on stream, you have to... You have to be on. Yeah. It, it's like, it's weird. It Being on camera is a lot different. Than different. Even with something as simple as playing a game. It, even if it's not just camera, like audio here, like, you know, we still have to technically watch what we say. Certain things. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I actually like this medium of, of, like, content. Like, just talking is a lot more in my suit than like being i mean i don't mind being in the limelight as far as like being videotaped and stuff but not having to worry about what my face looks like and stuff is pretty cool (laughs) yeah i don't think we're ready to do live recordings yet well i would love to but it's it's very hard without like doing two different things Um, i mean i have the software to do video editing just having but the hardware to do it. That's, that's having the proper hardware to do it. So no, it's it's more of a actually well, I guess it's more of um I don't know, it, it's hard to do live and doing like what we're doing on Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where what what platform can we do that on? We can't. Well, YouTube not, YouTube has streaming now. And 
I'm, I'm not too sure how that works and if that's even a good platform for doing these types of podcasts, but like, doesn't Joe Rogan... I feel like half of our yeah, shit is going to get demonetized because I do, I do a lot of editing for certain things and sometimes some people say things that we really... Need to be careful it's with. It's bad. Yeah, so. but th- it could be, you know, because like it's still very early in, in the Pints and Mike's life cycle. Yeah, so maybe yeah. later, like, we have, like, a full-on... I, I think by episode 50 will be, like... I mean, I'm surprised and... we even made it to, like, almost episode 20. This yeah. is 18 right now. I mean, keep setting goals for sure, because, like... Consistency It's It's key. nice to have, like, a goal with, with these... Because, like, you know, you're obviously doing this because you, you like the idea, like, you like to do it. But yeah, it's I'd, also I'd cool to, to like have a hobby that you're getting better at, you know? Yeah, because I knew nothing about editing Dude, audio, I'm and sh- I taught myself. I don't think I'm the greatest, but I'm okay. I mean, you're doing pretty good. Dude, I mean, I listen to it. You're doing amazing. Like this is this is a whole production, you know. It, it's for what it's worth. It's a labor of love. Yeah, and a lot of it's money too, which we slowly put in, and hopefully we'll eventually get back. Yeah, like it's cool, man. Like, it's like having a goal to like work towards and stuff like that. Like right now, I don't have the best audio equipment and stuff like that, but I'm still, I'm still, You're still streaming, entertaining. You know, and sometimes it's, it's not about the equipment. It's 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 more about who the hell you are honestly you know? like the better audio equipment you don't really notice that better sound quality until like unless the per- like most people are listening through a phone mm-hmm. or watching through a phone mm-hmm. that's what i've understood is that most people are on their phone watching or on a tablet watching no one's really sitting down on a computer, on a computer like this and watching a, a stream most people are on their phone and they're most people's phone aren't really the best of phone not everyone has has a pixel 3 or a or a note something with really good sound or something quality. like that you know not everyone has like a 4k type phone you know those are thousand dollar phones the mini computer in your hand. you know there's many is exactly like a mini laptop you know they do a lot so most people have like you know whatever's uh cheapest phone that their parents can get them or that they can get have the boost mobile type cricket type whatever and, and, you know, they watch through that, and it works perfectly fine. I mean, they're on Wi-Fi, they're watching through that, and honestly, the sound quality, you don't really notice all too much. Yeah. You know, the video the video quality, like like this camera here, this is a $50 camera. Mine's, I think, 30 or 40 Yeah, I got the same and, thing. And, and it, it, the, but the to do a better with- camera, like, you can spend $1,500 on a camera, but it don't matter. It doesn't matter to, because people are it, watching it, on the same, phone. They're and all about lighting. Same thing with photography. Yeah. You know, you can have a shitty lens, but if it's like certain settings and certain lightings, it will look a little bit better. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that's it's all about lighting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's cool to get yeah. better at your craft. Like, I never thought in a million years that I would have a computer that. I bought every part for you know luckily i was blessed to have friends that help you. are savvy in this stuff because even to this day like i 
almost feel like I don't know what the frick I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know any of this shit over here. This is all <laughs> Mo, <laughs> Every time Mo has audio problems, he tells me to help him yeah. when I can't even see his side. <laughs> like, I'm hey, like, what the fuck, dude? I'm learning just as much as you, hey, partially. you already know more. Listen, <laughs> if you need help with a DTG printer, I'm your guy. I can help you with that. <laughs> or if you have a paint question for like indoor or You're outdoor the guy. Event, I'm the guy to go to. But when it comes to computers, like my my knowledge stopped after I graduated high school. I am in semi the guy. In <laughs> 2006. You know, the technology has been leaps Damn, and bounds. Old. I'm old. I was old. in sixth grade. <laughs> so, so yeah. like, you know. We were the kids you hated. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's why I have you know we have carboni that built the dual pc that i took down because i couldn't understand it and had, had, it was giving us also a lot of problems it was giving this this pc he built it's it's an amazing pc it it can do everything like it's awesome and you know you can record live stream and and play like the most intense game at the highest setting with no issues but I moved it from that closet to out here, right? Yeah. And I plugged everything in the same hole. And I plugged everything. Everything's the same way, right? And it didn't work. And it didn't work. All the audio features changed. I had Carboni come out. I was like, I don't know what happened. Can you fix it? He was. I was like, did I plug anything in correctly? He's like, no. Everything's in the right spot. I don't know what happened. I was, and we just always had issues like that, and, and, and like always with software issues. And I was like, I'm done dealing with this. All we're doing is recording a podcast now. I don't use, I don't play PC games, and I don't stream, and I don't have anyone that streams for me anymore. So, so I'm sorry, I don't stream for you anymore. Uh, <laughs> so, so it's uh, it it just it's kind of like sitting there it's a uh, closet weight now that is it for this episode um this is episode 18 thank 18. you so much um castro for uh coming out um do you want to say like where to watch you again and um, your facebook instagram yeah let me let me just pull that out real quick all right so thanks for having me on guys uh once again i am mr castro uh, go ahead and check out my Twitter. It's where I usually post when I'm going live, and that's where I'm most active. I post a lot of dumb shit. Keep that in mind. That's going to be at LGNDXSSB for Super Smash Brothers. That's LGNDXSSB on Twitter. And then on Twitch, that's going to be LGNDXCastro. And uh, I don't have a set schedule. But if you follow me and put notifications on, I guarantee it's going to be a good time. So give me a follow. And uh, thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Appreciate this opportunity. And let me know any other time you guys need me. Of course. We'll, we'll probably definitely have you uh, on again. Um, yeah. Good episode, guys. Sick. Fucking so y'all say sick. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>
Please rate us on the iTunes podcast app and subscribe. It helps us out a lot. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pints and Mike's Podcast. And don't forget to check out our main company, geeksunited.net. Facebook and Instagram at Geeks United LLC. This has been a Mimo TV production, edited by Jasmine Herrera, and music by AJ Bustos. Thank you for listening.